Hello and welcome to today's episode of TSARP. I'm your host, Andrew Weir. And I'm your co-host, Sam Babiak. So today we figured we would go back to our roots and talk about Kidoyo, because that's what we used to do. Um, if you don't know what Kidoyo is, it's a platform for teaching coding, um, primarily to kids, but it's very revolutionary in the way that it's fully centered around being able to self-teach yourself and also having like your school programs teach it to you. So classes and stuff, it's, it's focused on self-teaching and on classroom teaching. So we use it a ton in the school that um, Sam and I go to. Um, but yeah, so another cool thing that they do is every year they have hackathons, primarily for kids, uh, actually only for kids. Um, but it's really cool because this year they added four, uh, one more. So now there's four. It used to be three. Um, so those are going to be really cool. And our school is just released their new training pathway. So basically getting you ready uh, to be in the hackathon. And there's only eight slots per school. So it's kind of like a tryout slash training pathway um, to kind of get you ready for um coding so this is kind of useful to everyone even though you can't access it uh we're kind of going to tell you what's on there and kind of what you should know for learning uh coding even if you're not gonna you're not in uh, having this opportunity um still really cool information for everyone to know um when they're learning coding because it kind of gives you an idea if seventh and eighth graders should be able to do this you should be able to do this too yeah so yeah, so um, I'll quickly go over the dates of when they are um, and what divisions there are. It's, I wouldn't say complicated, but there are a lot, especially because I just added another. Um, so it starts with the UE hackathons. So that's fourth, fifth, and yeah, I guess just fourth and fifth. I believe it might also be third grade, but since I'm not in those grades, I can't verify that. Um, but yeah, that's going to be March 31st, um, and they're going to live stream it on their YouTube channel. So these hackathons are very interesting because they're not really like your traditional hackathon. Um, if you've ever played the game Risk, you might have an idea. So to claim a territory, you have to complete a coding project. And with that territory, you'll get points, and then it allows you to get other territories and take other teams' territories by making a better project than them. And it's a really cool idea. Um, so a great experience for people trying to learn to code, especially kids. So yeah, so they live streamed on their YouTube channel so you guys can spectate and watch it as we'll hopefully be in the, um, the junior division. And... Uh, yeah, so um, so yeah, so the junior division is going to be the 31st of March. So keep that in mind. Um, then the UE division, which is, like I said, the third, fourth, and fifth grade, is going to be May 5th. Then the middle school division, which kind of sounds like it would be 6th, 7th, and 8th, which that's junior 7th and 8th. Middle school is just 6th grade. That's going to be April 28th. And then the high school division for all high school grades is May 19th. So you might be wondering, why do I want to know this? Well, so you can kind of, if you want to, you can watch it. They're very interesting to watch. There's really good commentary um, talking about what's going on. And you can see the live updates on the map. And it's kind of cool to see kind of if you want root for us. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of cool to see. Yeah, it does. So 
Um, so we were talking about that training pathway. So basically what it is, is it's a, um, it's a mix of Python, um, and H, uh, not HTML. There is HTML on it. It's a mix of Python, HTML, JavaScript, CSS, um, and Scratch. So you might be wondering, why would I need to know Scratch? You probably don't, but that's to for, you know, cause it's seventh and eighth grade. Um, but yeah, so if you're in eighth grade, you're kind of expected to know Python um, in our school district. Um, and HTML isn't actually taught, but it is like supported on the platform. Um, and there are people to help you out if you do want to learn that. So that is why it's in the hackathons. So basically, um, like I said, a lot of Python, what that means is if statements, you know, loops, all that stuff, um, kind of advanced text-based games. Um, but there is also a library you might know called Processing. It's not most, it's mostly used with JavaScript and other languages, but a lot on with Python where in our school district. Um, and there's also something called Sprite Editor. So it gets you used to creating pixel art and um, other cool art techniques for uh, making cool pixel art games. So it is a cool thing to learn. We use it a lot in Scratch games, but you can use them in Python. You can use them on the web. So that's why they teach it. Um, so Sam, what is your main language? What do you do in the hackathon? Usually do Hatch, but um, if needed, I can do Python and Sprite Editor. Um, but mm -hmm. I do definitely prefer Hatch over others. Yeah, and with, so Hatch is the same thing as Scratch. It's a little, um, it's basically the same. It's just built into the platform called Kadoyo, like we talked about. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of cool things you can do. And people think it's childish, which, I mean, you can look at crazy tutorials on YouTube um, by people that aren't kids. Um, primarily, Griff Patch is a big YouTuber that does have a JavaScript development job, but he loves making games in Scratch because you would think that they're so advanced, uh, so basic, but there's so many things you can do. And it's actually harder than languages like Python in ways because- You're so limited. You're so limited. So like I've recently been working on a machine learning project, but there's no libraries. There's if statements and math, and that's about it. Um, loops, you know? But it's kind of like the C of visual programming languages. Like if you were to make a machine learning program in C, it's a lot harder than Python because there aren't really supported libraries to help you do that. Now, there are a few extra tools you're getting in C that you're not getting in Scratch or Hatch. So it's definitely a cool language um, when you're prototyping ideas because you can look at your Scratch code and make that into Python. Like if I say, okay, I need an if statement, you can just make an if statement in Python. If I need a loop or an for you know a for i loop, you can just make that in Python. It's it goes it's a lot like Python except for a few things, uh, which make it like its own thing. Like when green flag clicked, or basically when the program starts. And there's also forever loops that just go forever. Um, so it is a little different than the Python syntax, especially because it is a visual language. Um, yeah. But it's, it's limited a lot more than Python is. So it's a really cool thing to learn if you kind of want to do a C type programming, but don't want to learn C and you want something visual. So it's, it's cool when you're sick of Python or you're tired, but you want to code. Patch is great. Scratch is great because it's 
just easy to do because you can see it all in front of you. You don't really need to learn per se, because like in Python, if I want to do hello world, right, I got to learn how to do print statements and I got to learn how to do ifs. But in Hatch and Scratch, it's all right in front of you. So yeah. that's why it's a really cool language. And that's one of the reasons it's on these hackathons. Um, so another thing that stands out is there's also any tool or any language um, challenges, which are awesome because you can have a totally different perspective on them than other people. Say another team just made it in Python. I can also make it in HTML and they might've done a text-based game and I might've done a visual game. And it kind of shows you how other people can interpret things and give you a new perspective on um, tools and stuff you can use um, and how you can use them. Because like you might think, how could I make a visual thing in Python, but then someone uses the processing library and you didn't even think about that. So it yeah. is a cool um, topic using any tool and any language because there's not a lot of them. Uh, most of them are you have to do it in this language, you have to do it in that. So it is cool to see them. Um, there weren't any in the middle school division from what I remember um, last year. So it's cool that we're going into a division where there's not just HTML, but also these any tool, any language. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what you want to be thinking when getting into programming, the, that very basic level of Scratch and Python, and then working your way up to HTML and JavaScript and CSS. Um, and JavaScript and Python are one of the, the or two of the main languages you should be learning nowadays, um, because Python is great for backend work and um, just a ton of different networking and security stuff basically be, be used anywhere. Um, so they're two very good languages to learn. Um, so it's cool that these schools and these competitions are definitely teaching what you need to be learning nowadays. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the outline of what are on these pathways. Um, but these are just the main hackathons. These are just what Hidoyo um, like runs themselves. What's cool is schools can make their own on Hidoyo's platform. So we actually have one going on tomorrow, which is a little different than a regular hackathon or since we record this in advance, it's actually going on today. You probably missed it by the time of listening to this. Um, but it's really cool because it's not taking over territories. It's kind of a race, right? So you have six things. Everyone has the same six that they have to do. And you just got to get them done really fast. And once they're, when you complete them, you win. And it's just like that. You don't have to worry about um, making sure your projects are good enough so other people don't take them out over so it's a great beginner competition yes um definitely is yeah and i'm excited this year because last year i wasn't that great um i did okay you know it was we we learned a lot in this past year so i'm excited to try to beat out some people older than me um which i definitely think i could do so it's gonna be fun yes um so if we get around to it we might leave a link to the game you can try it in the description. Um, it might not work because we're trying to do this ahead of time. Um, so if you guys would like to watch that, um, I my username will most likely be the coding kid, and Sam's will most likely be the coding turtle. If you want to root for us, uh, we will be on different teams because it's a singular um, event or a solo event. Um, but yeah, so that's what these um, hackathons are, and that's what these pathways are, and that's what you should be thinking of 
when you're trying to learn the languages and kind of the topics um, and look forward to those dates that we talked about. Those are going to be the official Kadoyo hackathons. And what you win is a big trophy, um, bragging rights, and uh, yeah, some um, glory for your school. So you can look out for those. And we'll be talking about them a lot more as it comes towards the actual events and stuff like that. Yeah. So is there anything you would like to say to wrap this up, Sam, or you think it's pretty good? I think it's pretty good. Um, I yeah. just want to say good luck to um everyone participating in the Skill Dash tomorrow. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, good luck to everyone. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And no matter who wins, we all probably learned something and um, got to take home more knowledge than we walked in with. So yeah, we will all see you in tomorrow's episode. And I hope you enjoyed. This is your host, Andrew Weir, signing off. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.